Welcome to the Tech Meme Ride Home for Friday, August 12, 2022. I'm Brian McCullough. Today, Dutch authorities have arrested a developer related to Tornado Cash. But is there a gray area here that is a bit messy? LinkedIn seems ready to go all in on the creator and influencer economy. Apple seems to have confidence that there's not going to be a slowdown in iPhone sales. And of course, the weekend long read suggestions. Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. Dutch authorities have arrested a suspected tornado cash developer in Amsterdam two days after the U.S. sanctioned the crypto mixing service. Quoting the block, the FIOD arrested an unidentified 29-year-old man in Amsterdam, according to the statement. He is suspected of involvement in concealing criminal financial flows and facilitating money laundering through the mixing service, Tornado Cash, which allows users to obscure blockchain-based transactions. A spokesperson for FIOD declined to comment on the suspect's identity when contacted by the block. These advanced technologies, such as decentralized organizations that may facilitate money laundering, are receiving extra attention from the FIOD, the agency said, adding that it may make further arrests. The agency also claimed that the people behind the organization, not specifying if that's the developers who coded it or members of the DAO that runs it, made large-scale profits from these transactions, end quote. Now, people are upset about this because, quoting him, Gajira, they arrested a guy for writing some code instead of going after those that used said code for illegal purposes. While they're at it, they better arrest Tim Berners-Lee for all the illegal activity happening on the web, end quote. Here's Mike Dudas from Twitter, quote, Gonna have to arrest the developers behind Swift, ACH, Visa, MasterCard, because my understanding is that fraudulent transactions and money laundering occur on global financial networks, end quote. Here's Washington Sanchez on Twitter. Privacy is not a crime. Developing tools to maintain your privacy is not a crime, end quote. And other folks are like, this is just an open source developer. Is this kosher? To which Parker Thompson tweeted, quote, they were operating a for-profit business that ignored the laws of the jurisdictions in which they live and which everyone agrees facilitated money laundering. Open sourcing the code doesn't seem like it should be a get-out-of-jail-free card, end quote. LinkedIn is rolling out new features to court creators and influencers, including clickable links on images and videos, text post templates, and the option to mix images and videos, because what LinkedIn needs more of, clearly, is self-promotional posts. And if you can make it formulaic and rote, all the better, right? Quoting TechCrunch. In the coming weeks, creators on LinkedIn will be able to add a clickable link directly onto their image and videos to drive traffic to their websites or other resources, regardless of whether they're on or off LinkedIn. For example, the company notes that creators can use the new feature to link to their most recent newsletters or their personal websites. You can add a clickable link by tapping the Add a Link icon after creating a new post on mobile with an image or video. The company is also launching a new templates feature that is designed to help creators ensure that their text posts will stand out in users' feeds. The templates are designed to give text posts a pop of color to make them more visually pleasing and eye-catching for viewers. Creators will be able to access the new templates in the coming weeks by going on the share box or tapping post on mobile and then selecting use a template. From there, you can choose from numerous customizable backgrounds and fonts, add your own text, and hit share. You can even add a clickable link onto templates. In addition, LinkedIn has started rolling out carousels, which is a new content format that allows you to mix images and videos when presenting information to your followers in a swipeable format. LinkedIn says users will start seeing carousels in their feed today. 
The company plans to tweak the feature and release it more widely later this year. The launch of the new features comes as LinkedIn says it's seen a 20% increase year-over-year in people adding visual content in their posts, end quote. Indeed, this actually fits into a trend of companies hiring B2B influencers, mostly on LinkedIn, to pitch to other companies. LinkedIn says more than 11 million users have enabled their so-called creator mode as of July 2022, quoting Bloomberg. Mar is a part of a small but growing segment of the marketing world known as business-to-business influencing. Most people are familiar with the army of young influencers making viral videos on TikTok and Instagram for brands looking to reach consumers, predominantly in beauty, fashion, travel, and food, but also in finance and pets. Now, enterprise businesses that sell to other companies are tapping into the trend by working with influencers like Mar. These conversations are happening anyways, right? says Rahul Titus, global head of influence at WPP Ogilvy. You might not be starting or instigating these conversations, but your buyers are on Reddit and LinkedIn and all these social media platforms, end quote. Ogilvy's public relations branch is building a B2B influence specialist team with the expectation that as much as one-fifth of its hundreds strong influence group could eventually be focused on such work. B2B contracts can be 10 to 20% more expensive than a typical consumer brand influence deal, Titus says. The idea with B2B influencer marketing is not to generate immediate sales, he says, but to nudge the key executives who manage business spending in the direction of certain products because businesses are much less likely than individual consumers to make impulse purchases. While channels for B2B marketing can include anything from in-person appearances at conferences to Twitter posts, the key forum is LinkedIn. The Microsoft-owned social network has attracted more creators by bolstering its staff who work with them, says Ben Jeffries, chief executive officer of Influencer, which links brands with online personalities. You've got creatives taking LinkedIn more seriously, Jeffries says. B2B influence has taken off in the past year, he says, estimating it has roughly tripled as a proportion of brand spending on influencers. LinkedIn says it had more than 144,000 members with creator in their job title as of December 2021, up 16% from the previous year. It's been focused on helping creators share stories and engage with audiences, and as of July, more than 11 million members had turned on Creator Mode, a program the company started offering in March 2021 that allows a member to be identified as a content-producing authority with particular expertise. LinkedIn is also encouraging influence work by enabling newsletters and now has more than 18,000 people regularly publishing on the platform, including prominent business people Melinda Gates, Ariana Huffington, and Richard Branson, end quote. What, Tim Cook worry? Apple has told its assemblers to make 90 million units of the newest iPhones, on par with the volume of production that it ordered last year in 2021, despite deteriorating projections for the overall smartphone market. Quote, The Cupertino, California-based company still expects to assemble roughly 220 million iPhones in total for 2022, also about level with last year, according to one of the people. Apple's projections, a closely guarded secret, suggest it's confident about weathering a slump in spending on smartphones and other devices. Mobile device makers have begun freezing orders. China's largest chipmaker warned on Friday. The global handset market, which slid 9% in the June quarter, is expected to shrink 3.5% in 2022, IDC has forecast. Han High Precision Industry, which puts together most of the world's iPhones, hinted at Apple's resilience when it said this week that sales of its smart consumer electronics products should be little changed in 2022. A representative for Apple declined to comment, end quote.
We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on, but when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises here, because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed credible doctors and specialists. I have personally used ZocDoc to find a podiatrist when I needed one for the first time ever in my life. Go to ZocDoc.com slash TechMeme and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash tech meme zocdoc.com slash tech meme whenever i need to do financial research for this show for instance during tech earnings season when i have to analyze how various companies stocks have been performing i only ever turn to our sponsor today yahoo finance for more than 25 years yahoo finance has been the brand behind every great investor Whether you're a seasoned investor or are looking for that extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They are the number one finance destination, producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. Securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors, and it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insights to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. That's yahoofinance.com. Time for the weekend long read suggestions. First up from Billboard. How did two folks make $23 million from YouTube? Well, quote, according to documents filed in Arizona federal court over about a four-year period, Tehran and Batista, along with a number of alleged conspirators, devised a company they called Media My to siphon off $23 million in master and publishing royalties for Latin music copyrights they did not control. Much of these royalties were claimed through the popular rights management company AdRev, which is owned by Downtown Music Holdings. Turan, whose attorney did not respond to requests for comment, pleaded not guilty and awaits trial in November. Batista, on the other hand, took a plea deal on April 21st, admitting guilt to one count of wire fraud and one count of conspiracy. As part of the plea agreement, he revealed key insights to the court about how the Media My scam was committed. Batista's attorney and an IRS representative declined to comment on the story because the case is still ongoing. The indictments and Batista's plea deal took some in the Latin music industry by surprise. A representative from Puerto Rican rapper-singer Annual AA's camp had not even been aware that Media My had stolen tens of thousands of dollars of royalties for the artist's music until Billboard inquired with Anel AA's team about the case. Though AdRev and YouTube have not been accused of any wrongdoing, sources in the rights management business who were interviewed for this story express incredulity that theft of this magnitude happened on AdRev's watch, end quote. 
Then, since the whole tornado crackdown is in the news even today, a look from the Wall Street Journal about how maybe tornado is actually the original promise of crypto made real, i.e., actually decentralized so that it's hard for the authorities to shut down. Quote, it is difficult, if not impossible, to shut down Tornado Cash entirely, said Tom Robinson, co-founder of risk management company Elliptic Enterprises, which analyzes illicit use of crypto services. Tornado Cash's developers designed the service to enable users to exchange cryptocurrency with little or no information about the parties, a contrast to traditional financial institutions that are typically required to collect details about their account holders. That appeals to users drawn to crypto for privacy and security. Some Twitter users said this week they used Tornado Cash to send cash to support Ukrainians suffering from Russia's invasion. But the lack of disclosure also creates opportunities for illicit transactions, Mr. Robinson said. Tornado Cash's code isn't hosted by an individual or company, but lives on the Ethereum blockchain, a decentralized global network of computers, where it automatically fulfills trades. As a result, the U.S. and other governments have no individual or entity they can force to halt Tornado Cash's operations. Even when Microsoft's GitHub removed the latest copy of the platform's code from its website after the sanctions announcement Monday, some users had already copied the files, end quote. From Ars Technica, the inspirational story of a man who refused to pay a $50,000 bill just to get Comcast to give him internet, and instead launched his own ISP in rural Michigan. Quote, The U.S. government allocated Washtenaw County $71 million for a variety of infrastructure projects, and the county devoted a portion to broadband. The county conducted a broadband study before the pandemic to identify underserved locations, Mauch said. When the federal government money became available, the county issued a request for a proposal seeking contractors to wire up addresses, quote, that were known to be underserved or underserved based on the existing survey, he said. They had this gap-filling RFP, and in my own wild stupidity or brilliance, I'm not sure which yet, I bid on the whole project in my area and managed to win through that competitive bidding process, he said. Mouch's network currently has about 14 miles of fiber, and he'll build another 38 miles to complete the government-funded project, he said. In this sparsely populated rural area, I have at least two homes where I have to build a half mile to get to one house, Mouch said, noting that it will cost over $30,000 for each of those homes to get served, end quote. Or, if that isn't your cup of tea, how about starting your own 5G network, maybe as a weekend project? If I'm reading this correctly, you can do that with AWS. Quote, Today, I would like to introduce you to AWS Private 5G, the modern corporate version of that very powerful box of hardware and software. This cool new service lets you design and deploy your own private mobile network in a matter of days. It is easy to install, operate, and scale, and does not require any specialized expertise. You can use the network to communicate with the sensors and actuators in your smart factory or to provide better connectivity for handheld devices, scanners, and tablets for process automation. The private mobile network makes use of CBRS Spectrum. It supports 4G LTE today and will support 5G in the future, both of which give you a consistent predictable level of throughput with ultra-low latency. You get long-range coverage indoors and out and fine-grained access control. AWS Private 5G runs on AWS Managed Infrastructure. It is self-service and API-driven and can scale with respect to geographic coverage, device count, and overall throughput. It also works nicely with other parts of AWS and lets you use AWS Identity and Access Management to control access to both devices and applications." End quote. 
Wired takes a look at the race to engineer new psychedelic drugs. Quote, We are, as you have probably read, in the throes of a psychedelic renaissance. Compelling clinical work conducted at New York University, Imperial College, Johns Hopkins, and elsewhere showed that long-outlawed drugs such as DMT, LSD, and psilocybin have terrific potential for treating everything from addiction to Alzheimer's to end-of-life anxiety. Pharmaceutical companies have taken note. In 2020, the fledgling psychedelic industry was predicted to balloon to $6.9 billion by 2027. A year later, that estimate increased to over $10 billion. In September 2020, Compass became the first company of its kind to trade on a major stock exchange, debuting on the NASDAQ at an estimated value of more than $1 billion. So far, none of these companies has brought a psychedelic drug to market, but the thinking is that through what the clinical literature calls a mystical-type experience, a psychedelic trip that produces feelings of joy, peace, interconnectedness, and transcendence, patients can confront the root causes of various mental maladies. I don't want to use the word cure, but psychedelics can offer long-term healing, says Florian Brand, the co-founder and CEO of a Berlin-based biotech incubator called Atai Life Sciences, which invested in Compass Pathways. We have put a lot of money into actually exploring this hypothesis, end quote. And finally, from The Atlantic, are we about to witness the death of the manual transmission? Quote, When it comes time to replace my current car, I probably won't be able to get another like it. In 2000, more than 15% of new and used cars sold by the auto retailer CarMax came with stick shifts. By 2020, that figure had dropped to 2.4%. Among the hundreds of new car models for sale in the United States this year, only about 30 can be purchased with manual transmissions. Electric cars which now account for more than 5% of car sales, don't even have gearboxes. There are rumors that Mercedes-Benz plans to retire manuals entirely by the end of next year, all around the world, in a decision driven partly by electrification. Volkswagen is said to be dropping its own by 2030, and other brands are sure to follow. Stick shifts have long been a niche market in the U.S. Soon, they'll be extinct. The decoupling of humans from their driving machines will accelerate in years to come. If the automatic transmission made the stick shift a monument to lost control, the autonomous self-driving vehicle aims to do the same for steering wheels. At that point, the loss will be so complete that it may not feel so alienating. Any pretense that the automobile is a prosthetic will be eliminated, so car passengers can move on to other things, like people on a train, they might settle into a book, or take a nap, or open an Excel spreadsheet." End quote. For this weekend's bonus episode, we're going to feature the Twitter space that Chris and I did with Bloomberg's Noah Smith last night. Are we in a recession? Are we in store for an actual shooting war with China? Is Bitcoin due for one more big pump? Come for all of that and stick around for Chris and I to hit some stories that fell through the cracks this week, like Google's ad campaign against iMessage, of all things. And then on Sunday, a portfolio profile episode of Ride Home Fund's first investment in the crypto and Web3 space. What sort of a crypto company would I be confident of investing in? If you're a listener, I think you can guess. Picks and shovels, hint, hint. Enjoy that. Talk to you on Monday. But wait, quick, classified for you, job openings. 